This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Two Fit Crazy Productions, TFC Productions, that's our production company helping people with their podcasts. Increase your brand, grow your business by creating your very own podcast, and we are here to help you every step of the way. You do not have to do all the work. We do a lot of it for you. This podcast is also brought to you by ContiFit.com. Get the best online training, the best in arthritis, in let's face it together, facial fitness and rehabilitation, all sorts of functional fitness training at your fingertips. That's ContiFit.com. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, virtual health coaching sessions and corporate wellness programs, all the information at high5healthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at, Brian. Yeah. Good stuff today. Rev skip. Oh my goodness. Coming to you from LA, East Coast. Meets West Coast. That's right. Holy jeez, is he amazing? <laughs> Seriously. Reverend Skip Jennings. Amazing. So, honestly, um, years ago, I remember, I remember Skip. Like, I, I remember I, like taking a class and, or, but long, like, I wouldn't say 20 years ago. Like, that's how well, long. Well, he's the type of person that you meet you him forget. once. Yeah, you don't forget the man. And, and it's crazy because, you know, again, he's on LA, like, and he's moved away from, you know, fitness and all that, um, presenting. And he is now, obviously, he was Skip and now he's Rev Skip. So we're going to talk about how that happened. But, um, was watching, um, our good friend of the show, Kimberly Springlick, talking on her, her own, you know, show. And, you know, I, I see Rev Skip. And for some reason, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna listen to this. Like it was one of those things where you're like, I'm gonna answer the phone for some right. reason, or yeah. it's just something. And I'm like, wow, this guy's awesome. I'm like, I want to meet and talk to him. <laughs> That's the so guy. So of course, you know, um, he actually, I did a, I did a talk um, with her on her Mata show, and and Rev Skip all of a sudden appears and is like listening and, and commenting. And I'm like, all right, this is meant to be. Right. So. Um, I knew it was pretty amazing. Brian and I have connected with him and, you know, spoke a bunch um, with him in the last month or so. And he's launching a new podcast um, and just amazing. What do yeah. you think of him No, today? he's fantastic. And, it's, you know, it, 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 he gives us good perspective from, you know, a spiritual perspective to not only the things that are going on, the things that have always gone on, uh, the things that, uh, you know, could potentially go on and, you know, just where we where we uh, sit with ourselves in all these moments. Um, you know, we discuss meditation and we discuss, you know, who am I? <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it sounds hokey in, in some aspects until you ask yourself that. Until uh, you hear this yeah. podcast, you may not have realized what has been going on or not been going on in your head in this last eight months. And let's be honest, it ain't over. 
kids. Right. No, it's it's uh, and 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 look, it's 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 always good to kind of give these che- to check in with yourself. It's always good to do these, uh, you know, these these exercises and and um, you know, and and it's part of health. You know, we talk about it on the show. It's pa- all part of health. So as we're a health and and fitness, you know, orientated uh, podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, like this is a, an aspect, the spirituality aspect of it or the connection to something or or people or whatever it is, is an, an enormous part of health. If not, you know, it might be the great, you know, the, the biggest aspect of it all. Um, so we just, you know, we talk, we go on and on and on. And this this one takes many turns and, and um, you know, it, it's just delightful. Oh, you're going to be sucked into yeah, this one. No, this Absolutely. fantastic. And if you're thinking that we're going to be all rainbows and butterflies and, and lighten our sage and singing Kumbaya, which also I did not mention, Rev Skip actually mentioned, because I say that a bunch, um, <laughs> is that he mentions, you know, with what's going on, we're not here to to see the positive. We're here to learn lessons, right. everybody. So again, we talk complacency and, you know, what this all means and, and going from one safe place to facing the future of the unknown. There's a lot of great Great, great practical tips and information in here from Revskip, right? Look, we're done here. Enough of this, Christine. Yeah, I'm let's, sorry. Let me let's let him have it. I'm sorry. I mean, Rev Skip. Hands down. Here he comes. Woo. Hold on, everybody. Enjoy. Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And a microphone. We are where it's at. You know where it's at, Brian. It's right here. It is. Right now. Rev Skip, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, my friend. I'm doing really good. Um, and, you know, to say that we just are coming off of a, an election. I don't know when you're going <laughs> to pop this out there. I'm okay as I can be. I'm just going to put it that way. I, the world is chaos. Just get it grab a chaos. hat and hold on to it. It, it is. Uh, it's a wild time to be alive, but we have tools that we can use mm-hmm. to, hey. for ourselves to live. Yes, yes. Oh, I my. love it. I love it. And it's okay, you know, Brian. You guys, it's okay to say life is crazy right now. I think sometimes us yogis, and I'm a yogi, will right. go, mm-hmm. mm, it's all in spirit, it's all namaste, let's hold our hands, and let's sing kumbaya and light the sage. Sometimes lighting the sage ain't getting it. Some, sometimes <laughs> the sage a- lights the house on fire. <laughs> you, need a, you need a brush fire. <laughs> sometimes you need a martini with the sage. I'm just saying <laughs> Oh I'm my gosh, taking the edge off. Well, you know what it is? It's right? like in yoga, it's about flexibility, right? And that's uh, flexible yes. bodies and flexible minds. You know, you gotta, that's right. you gotta really, you know, <laughs> know what the battle is and, and uh, know when to head for the hills. 
There you go. There you go. Rev Skip, <laughs> tell everyone, let's talk about where you're coming to us from today. Where are you? I'm in LA, Culver City area. All right. And uh, Los Angeles. And it's, I would say, maybe about 70 degrees right now. It's feeling pretty good. I'm loving our fall. This is our fall. <laughs> okay. And talk to us about what's, give us the state of the state of LA right now. Ooh. What, what oh. is going on? I, you know, my crew and the people I roll with, and especially in my spiritual community, we're all telling each other to breathe because we all have these moments where we're like, ah, and then we have this, oh, yeah, that's right, we can breathe, or we'll see something that we're being called to, you know, be a voice for and holding that space and, and that spiritual consciousness. And, and so we're all walking around going, just breathe. It's okay, it's a cycle breathe so there's this energy reminder because what we're experiencing um it, it has a feel trauma has a feel of especially here in LA there's always been racial tension and and all the the things that bring us down to low frequency vibration and we're just heightened in that spirit so we're all telling us to breathe and and to know that it's going to be okay no matter what happens it's going to be okay all right Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, that's the truth, though. I mean, it. It, look, it is always going to be okay. You know, it, it, it's always going to be the things, and it, it's kind of like, what are we investing our time and our and our energy into, right? So, like, we can stay up and watch all the politics and all the nonsense, and you know, and all these things, and 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 really let it absorb us, you know, rather than us that's absorbing right. it, and you know, or we can play like we did as kids when that stuff really didn't matter so much, mm. you know, and really just kind of get back to basics, which is, okay, you know, these are the people sitting at my table and I love them all and we're all healthy and, and everything's great. And, you know, let's crack a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the other thing too, is knowing when enough's enough, like you got to turn off the news and you got to go out, you got, you got to get out of your house, um, put on the mask, do what you need to do, but get, moving, get some exercise going. This is where we are in the middle of this uh, pandemic or this, I'm calling it the sacred reset, (laughs) that we're forgetting the tools that got us here. There was a life that we were really like moving and we were really expanding in. We were actually growing in. We had our yoga practice going on. We had the cycling and the running. We were fit. We were, I mean, this nation was shifting. And then we hit, hello, Miss COVID. And Miss COVID said, hey, y'all can sit around now and just eat potato chips. And you can worry. You can watch the news. And we've forgotten what we used to do to get us to a more centered, more, um, uh, um, peaceful place. Let's say peaceful place. And um, this is where we need to cultivate now. We need to go back into that. Because the more and more I'm talking to clients and the more and more I'm seeing my uh, spiritual life coaching clients, they're coming to me going, I don't know what to do. I'm just sitting here. Okay. Well, what did you do before? What brought you peace before? What brought you that feeling of love before? Oh, yeah, my yoga. Are you yoga no um running no i have not ran because i'm just afraid okay let's get beyond that let's 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 go back and remember the practices that bring us peace it's time to double down right that's what i've been doing i've I've been like doubling down christine i know is the same it's like we i you know when, when this thing whole thing happened it's like 
okay, this is a situation where I can live like this. This is pretty – I mean, yeah. uh, 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 luckily – I know. I, People are like, <laughs> what? Are you serious? And meanwhile – But look – Brian, at, we've – We've been very peaceful through this. No matter what the traumatic incident, no matter what it is, whether it's a car crash or, you know, uh, or anything like that, you know, as long as you're all right and you can acknowledge that you're all right and you take a look around, you, you know, you kind of, we'll talk, you know, we'll get, show you trauma, get your, we'll, no, like, but you get your, <laughs> you get your bearings, right? And then you can kind of yeah. say, okay, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all right. Like, I'm not sick. You know, the family's not sick. And like, this is the situation we're in, but we're all healthy. And, you know, then we can just kind of, then I had more time <laughs> to do the things that I really love to do, which is run and exercise and podcast and do all the awesome stuff in your life, you know? Right, right, exactly. One of the things I, I recognize, and I'm seeing this, this, this sacred reset as in three parts, and I believe we're in part two. Part one, we walked into this going like, okay, WTF, what is going on? And all the spiritual leaders and everyone was coming forth, including myself, were saying, okay, we're entering into this space. It's not clear, but we need to ask that one question. What am I to learn in this space? And I've heard people in our industry and and in the spiritual field and in the motivational field and in the fitness field, people were saying the same thing. We're going to ask that question. What am I here to learn? Well, okay. We know we learn. We got to be still. We got to be in the space. We can't do life as we used to do it. That's what we learned. Now organically a shift to who am I? We're now asking that question. Who am I? And why am I here? These are the questions that are coming forth us naturally. And as we ask, who am I? We get to go into the third part. We're not quite there yet because we're still in this reset. We're still dealing with this. But I believe the next phase of this is how am I to serve? How am I to be a beneficial presence to my community, to my neighborhoods, to, to, to the spaces that I used to work in, but I might not be working there now, my clients, to my family? How am I to serve? I believe that's going to be the biggest wake-up call that we're going to have going through this experience of what we're calling COVID. That's powerful. I, I And for all of the people out there that are going through the depression and the questioning yes. and the, yes. the why me and the woe is me and the, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about this a lot that, you know, you could look at life as why is this happening to me or, okay. This is happening to me, and how am I going to use this to move forward or to help other people or to, you know, and it's such a powerful message that we're, you're, you know, you're, you're flipping the script and saying, all right, well, I get it. There's a lot of people out there. They're like, yay, let's see the positive. And meanwhile, everyone's losing their jobs and they're this and that. Or, right. And it's. And I, I, that's not what I'm asking people to see the positive. Oh, that is such a Pollyanna thing. Mm -hmm. We are not here to see the positive. We're here to be inspired to grow through this because over 250,000 deaths, even more as we're counting, that's not positive. People losing their jobs, people are unemployment. That's not positive. People who are dealing with their own um, uh, ailments through this. It's, it's not positive. Being stuck in your home or being isolated, not positive. But these are lessons. I believe, yes. And what you're talking about, Christine, is going from victim consciousness to empowerment. 
And that's what I always say. We have a choice. We can be a victim to this life or we can move into the empowerment and create the life we want from it. One of the bonuses from this, I got to really focus on my podcast. Thank you, crew. Thank you, too, for helping me to really focusing my idea because I came with to you with like five different ideas for a podcast. Because and, and it really got me a chance to be still to understand. I'm not working the gyms I used to work in. Worked in mil- many, many gyms. I would go to five different locations in one day, plus clients. On the road, on the 405, I spent half my day traveling. And that all came to an end. I got a chance to reinvent myself. And I call this the bonus. I'm getting to be rev skip and come forth with where I believe, and I love all the fitness professionals that are listening to this. Y'all keep doing what you do. But for me, I don't need to be the other fitness professional on Zoom trying to teach you cycling classes Mm -hmm. that you ain't going to take anyway. But where can I be a beneficial presence? I'm going to talk about spirituality. I'm going to talk about enlightenment. I'm going to talk about growth. I'm going to talk about creating the life you want in the midst of a COVID virus. I'm going to teach you what it means to meditate. And how I do that is, you know, I got to get still to figure out this new way I'm showing up. So let's uh, let's take this back for a second because <laughs> okay. Brian always, you know, he makes fun of me because I, I'm like a shark and I like, you know, <laughs> I like go after people. And our wonderful mutual friend, um, Kimberly Springlick, yes. um, was she had you on the show and I'm like, this guy looks really familiar. And I know that, you know, I've crossed paths with you like, you know, back in the day. And I'm like, wow, he's really awesome. And he's fascinating. I want. What you're doing. I want, to, I want to know what's going on in your life. Give me it's some fascinating. Of that. And that's honestly, I have this weird, it, it's not, I don't stalk people like Brian says sometimes. It's, I have this weird, like, draw, like, I'm it's drawn an, to it's people. It's an attraction. Like, sure. I have this, I'm drawn to certain people and I'm like, I want to talk to them. And, you know, mm. I heard you speak and I'm like, wow, I want to talk to Rev Skip. I'm like, there, there's something that's pulling me to him. I don't know what it is. And, you know, you, we started talking and and I remember saying, you know, I want you to come on our podcast. I said, this, you, you're great. I would love to introduce you to our listeners around the world. And I remember you said, you know, but I really, you know, am now not as much into fitness as I am in spirituality and, you know, empowering people and inspiring them. And, and I said, yep, mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> right. She did. Okay. Uh huh. Yep. Got it. Um, so when is good for you? So, <laughs> right, and, right. and I think that's so powerful, you know, for our listeners out there that, you know, there is so many more layers to, even if you're a fitness professional, I mean, that's not everyone that mm-hmm. listens to this. It's anyone right. that's, you know, out there that there's layers to everybody. And it's yes. whatever it is that you're doing right now, if you're a fit pro or you're a business owner, you own a restaurant, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of strange things happening and um sticking to that idea of all right you know what either you're going to see this like you said i need to move out of the victim consciousness to empowerment i think a lot of people that have been through some really tough times mm-hmm. took this a little bit easier than other people who have never experienced trauma you're right and yeah. And have had to question who you are and had to question, is there a God and why am I here? And, and 
and really look for that hope. Um, I think, you know, if people right now don't have that, I think what you're doing is, I mean, I would say the most important thing. Um, it is, it is, it's, it's the most important thing that I can ever do. And, um, one of the things that you were saying, cause you know, when we first met and I had to run through my memory zone, it's, it's, it's way back, way, way, way back with either CD, uh, SCW or one of the fitness conventions. And one of the things that I, I used to do, and I no longer do this, I used to take my past success, all the awards I won in fitness, being on magazines, being with beach bodies, being on the fitness videos and doing all that stuff, grand success, did so well. And this is, this is my life. This is who and what I am. I am a fit guy. And then I started to study spirituality about 15 years ago, really going deeper. And then it evolved into, okay, I am now the spiritual fit guy. And holding on to the success of having that, calling myself a transformational. Then there was a space that I had in meditation that said, you know, to me, you're more than fitness. You're more than spiritual fitness. You're even more than spirituality. Start beginning to begin to look at yourself in more and more expansive way that you can't put yourself in a box. And if you put yourself into a box, that's where you'll stay. And one of the things I realized is this journey that I've been on from fitness to spirituality now to reverend, every road led to the place that I'm at now. Everything was valid. Everything was so important. Everything expanded in such a way. I went, oh, I get it. It's the journey. It's never a destination. Now, we might have a conversation a year from now, I might be doing something else. It might have opened up to a new space. And I'm willing to take that journey. This is why some people are finding this so beautiful. A beautiful expan- expansion in, in, in the experience of life itself. They're, they're celebrating it. Like you and Brian, celebrating this. There are other people that are trying to hold on to life as it used to be. And that's where the trauma and the struggle and, and the challenges are. I got to say this to the listeners, everyone, life can never go back to how it is because mm-hmm. it never has in the first place. That was an illusion, an ego construct that we've created saying that we're good. It's right here. It's in the space that we've created. But guess what? Life is always expanding. It, yeah. I mean, look, you're hitting it. You're hitting it because, you know, you talked about fitness and you talk about spirituality and you talk about, you know, all this, these ingredients, right, that got you right to where you are right now. And but, you know, the way that I usually see all of this stuff is is that they're ingredients of health. Right. So mm-hmm. you're just you're just healthy, man. <laughs> like you're you know, you're, you and you've got the fitness, you know, you've. You know, you've experienced enough where you know the fitness stuff and you're in it and you live in it and you know that it's an important ingredient. And then, you know, the spirituality comes along because you were lacking there at some point or you needed to know more. You just, you know, it just kind of picks up, you know, all these things. You know, the relationships are the same thing. You know, it's just like nutrition is part of it, too. We got to do that pretty well, you know, if we're going to be healthy. And, 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 you know, so, yeah, we are a fitness and health and wellness type of podcast. Um, But spirituality is, is, you know, another leg of that chair, you know, just a, a, a piece to that puzzle, or I always say a, uh, a you know a, a piece to the umbrella, right? If we don't have that piece, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna get wet. Doesn't matter how fit we are, 
right? So, That's right. So, you know, it, it's just an extension of, of all of those things, um, you know, you being healthy. Yeah. The other thing, too, is I, you know, having this awakening in the last couple of years, I realized you know, that word body temple yogis and fitness people, we throw it around. So, cause it became very trendy, it became very trendy in the eighties to call this the body temple. So we said the body temple. So I took a time to really explore the word body temple. What does it mean from the space that I believe? And this is my belief that we are spiritual beings having a human incarnation, not even a human experience. Cause I believe that this whole experience that we're having is spiritual if we choose to. So I choose to see myself as a spiritual being having a spiritual experience in a human incarnation. The human incarnation has a body. This body temple is here to support my spirit. So, for example, if I'm dealing with back pain or neck pain, or I'm dealing with, you know, with the challenges of being overweight and my weight challenges, if I'm dealing with being out of breath, I'm not able to fully tap in to support my spirit because the body's here to support the spirit. Same thing with the mind. My mind is here to create the experience or explain what my spirit is feeling. My mind creates the construct of what the, the spirit is experiencing. My mind is here to support my spirit. My spirit has to lead the way for my body and it has to lead the way of my thinking. I get to align my thinking and my body with my spirit. So my spirit wants me to be healthy and whole. My spirit does not want me to have another bag of potato chips where I'm going to go up and crash and be depressed. My spirit does not want me to overindulge into sugar because then I'm blocking that energy of connecting with spirit. My spirit wants me to be healthy, whole. It wants me to move in a space and to think in the space that I am worthy. I have everything within me and my spirit. I'm unleashing the life that I require. So I started to look at my body and my mind in a whole different way than I did, say, two years previous to that. And I'm learning. This is a learning process. This is a learning process for all of us. But my body supports my spirit. My thinking supports my spirit. You have just pretty much encompassed everything that makes people a happy and b mm. successful and yeah. you know in being you know in the say fitness industry for you know over 20 years and also just just observing being observant to who is successful and why and why do people gravitate towards certain people and why do people run for the hills when they're mm. see other people and yeah. one of the you know one of the biggest things that that i've seen is that those people who realize that whether it be in fitness that it's not just about your body and how you look and how much you can lift and if you can wear a certain outfit and in you know if you're in a restaurant it's not you know always how good your food is or whatnot it's about the climate and the service and how you feel and the community in business mm -hmm. it may not be the best i always say this all the time you may have a product and it may be not the best, but you know what they're buying? Mm -hmm. They're buying your story. They're buying the feeling yes. and they're buying the sense of community. And I know I say, you know, I relate it to business and say buying, but you're pretty much working with people and, and 
giving them this product, this value, this new life, this new appreciation. And it's hard to put a, you know, it's really hard to say, you know, I'm successful because I made all this money versus I'm successful because I feel so good because I'm doing what I, you know, whether you say you're called to do it or you feel like, you know, like I say, I'm drawn to certain things. Um, I just have, you know, I don't know what it is. It's like it's just like that simpatico where right. it's flow, flow state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what, what you're talking about is some of the things I teach is so success is not what you do. Success is who you are. And once you can really begin to understand you are successful because you realize who and what you are, some people, they tap into that spirit without being aware they're tapping in that spirit. But they understand they're moving into a place of using passion and vibration and energy to motivate their movement, to inspire them to create these new ideas of how to show up in this time, um, how to, you know, teach yoga online in a new way. Um, what we're really learning, and I believe the importance of this time that we're in right now is to really cultivate who am I? Not not what do I do? Because all oh, that has been broken down. How we go to the gym here in LA, we're not going to the gym that way anymore. In fact, gyms are outside and that's different and that's very limited. Our churches are not open. Spiritual communities are not open. They're outside. So everything that we've created from, from working out fitness, some of the jobs, people are still at home and they're still working from home. How we go to school, our kids are going to school online. That's all, every construct that we've created to create a false sense of security and identity has all been broken down away. So what's left? Now you have to ask the real question. Who am I without these things? Who am I? Who am I? That's huge. Who, who am I when I can't, you know, and I, I don't do, and I, this is not a, a ding to people who do it. If you do the, the, the hookup apps, great. Keep, keep doing it. It's like I was talking to a client and reason I brought this up. It's like, I can't go on my Tinder anymore. I'm going, okay, but who are you when you can't hook up with someone? And she was explaining how lonely she felt. And I was saying, well, what did you do before COVID? How to, oh, you know, I went on to, I would date and I did, I'm going, okay. So now who are you when you're not dating? Or dating the way you used to be. These are all like big questions sure. that we get to really contemplate and ask now. You know, and nothing wrong with Tinder, y'all. I'm just saying, <laughs> nothing wrong with Tinder. I am. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm so far out of that game. My my wife doesn't let me go on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. I know what I'm just saying. Like I don't know even know what it is. I wouldn't even know what it looked like, or you know, I, I'm just out of it. But here, it just uh, to now to bring that shit back after I just wrote it, drove it off the dock. That's right. My friends used to let me play on it. Yeah, and I'd do like. I'd be like, oh, look at this person. They'd be like, stop messing with it. It's I'm like, That's what about this funny. one? <laughs> yeah, right. That's funny. But, but the the thing that the thing that you're that you just pointed out is that you know we we see it a lot with endurance athletes, right, or high school kids that are runners, mm. and like you know we're we're both runners, and and I you know I'm, that's my that's my jam. That's like primarily my thing. You pretend. A- and and when <laughs> yeah, she does pretty well <laughs> pretending about it. Uh, but when you are injured. 
and you can't run. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's, there, it yeah. happens. It happens to all of us. You know, you do this long enough and you're going to end up at a time where you're rehabbing or you're, you know, you're, you're in physical therapy or you're just, you know, and, and then it's kind of like, well, that's my, you know, it, it, what, who am I? You know, who am I now that I can't do the thing that I, you know, have harnessed my identity to, um, you know, for so long. And, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's always healthy. You know, it's always healthy. You always yeah. come back with new energy. You always come back healthier because you've rehabbed. You know, you always kind of come back as you, if you let yourself heal, that is, and, and, you know, don't come back too soon, but you always kind of, uh, of, you know, re get, you get more out of it than you lose mm. for sure. But this is exactly what we just, like, what we said before. Like, if you have been through a trauma or you have been knocked down or mm-hmm. I was in high school, I, you know, played volleyball. That was my big thing. I had to have surgery at 16. I was out yeah. for a, you know, I was like winning all the up and down the East coast, you know, and then I was done, you know, and it was seven months of rehab and surgery. And at that time I was no one after that, you know, no <laughs> one in that arena. So, you know, experiencing that at a young age and then all the other, like, you know, I call them gifts now, but all the other things that people call, you know, are awful things, but I'm like, Oh no, it happened. And I learned stuff, but that is, you know, the bigger you've been knocked down and been able to get up, you know, all of us here have, have been in different industries. We, okay. I was a investment banker. I was a teacher and now I'm full-time in the fitness. Well, I don't know what the hell I do right now, but I do a lot of other things. Um, hey, man. Yeah. Hey. Um, so yes. but even, I, I say to people, I'm like, listen, I'm an yeah. entrepreneur. I'm a, I'm in the business of fitness. I can't, you know, there's just right. not one thing that I wake up and do every day like I used to. And that's awesome. But it's also, it was, it's an evolution of I'm okay with the fact that that was what I did. And then I did this and now I'm doing this. And guess what? Like Brian and I say, we, we help people produce podcasts in 10 years. Who the hell knows what we're going to be helping people yeah. produce? Yeah, right. <laughs> you we know, bet. one of, one of the, my, my, my favorite teachers, my favorite teacher, um, you know, uh, Cleo, she once told me my yoga instructor and I was going through my second 200 hours before all this happened, maybe about two years ago. And we were doing all these incredible level three, level four poses, handstands and going into this, this work. And it takes so much strength. And I was having so much challenge with one pose. I just wanted to, to land in. I can't remember what the pose is, but it doesn't matter. And she said, and I was just out of it. I was just really beating myself up. And she turned to me and she goes, skip. There's one you're going to have to give all those poses back to the yogi gods. They're only allowing you to borrow them for a little bit. You won't be able to do these huge poses that you're doing when you are in this age. But understand, the yoga is not what you do. Understand, you are the yogi already. And you will always be the yogi. But these poses are fleeting. Hmm. I say the same thing with what we do as a profession, what we do as a livelihood, it is always expanding and moving. And how many jobs have we all have had right. if we look at our lives? But it does not negate of who we are. You're still Christine, you're Bruce still, you're still Brian. I'm so I'm so skip. None of that shifted, but what has shifted is how we share our gifts, how we show up. I think it's scary, though, for a lot of people that you, you know, like 
the girl said with her, you know, I can't date on Tinder and what am I going to do? And it's scary, too, that, you know, people I think we're so worried. I I definitely was about what other people are thinking, other people's interpretations of like, hey, oh, I'm no longer. Oh, well, why would you go to I leave teaching? (gasps) Why would you leave teaching? These are this is like what defines you. And these are, you know, society says these are these are like we've made it. Skip, skip, we're we're five seconds away from hearing her mother's voice. You ready? Three, (laughs) (laughs) Christine, 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 your pension. Why would you give up all that schooling? to do fitness isn't I a full-time it. thing christine yeah i love it my poor you know, mother thing about this what we're, what we're talking about is and i'm just laughing here because my mother had these conversations with me as well we went you we sent you to nyu to be a film director and you're doing what now <laughs> you're a minister of what <laughs> and i'm going well ma i'm still doing my thing but it's just in a different way but, you know, it's these, these incredible lessons that we get to learn in this time that we have held on. Here, here's the biggest fear. It's not the fear of anything else but the future. We're not sure. We're not sure of how long this, this lockdown or this pandemic is going to last. We don't know when our kids are going to go back to school. We don't know. It's the unknown. The fear of the future, we don't know. So if we can get people and we can get our clients and listeners to understand, be in the present moment. What are you experiencing now? Be with it. Breathe in the present moment. If you are in fear, you're in future. If you're in regret, you're in the past. Mm. That's how it works. Fear the future, regret of the past. Let's come back. I, I remember a great saying from RuPaul, our, our diva uh, <laughs> prophet. Love RuPaul, him. Right? Right? And RuPaul says, if you have one foot in the future and one foot in the past, you're pissing on the present. And that's true. It's like we are all all caught up in when this is going to happen. Will we have a vaccine? When will our kids get back? And it's like, hold up. We're missing the experience of, 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 of right now. And this is a beautiful experience if we can just get out of fear. This is why I got to put in a plug for this meditation, y'all. Okay. Mm-hmm. If y'all ain't meditating, uh, listen, that's the big bouncer. That's the big, you know, you know, come to Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, whatever you want to say, that moment that we come to somebody, it's meditation. And that's the game changer right there. And every successful person that I've ever heard speak, Obama, you know, Deepak Chopra, um, Oprah Winfrey, businessmen, um, uh, what's the owner of, of the Heat? Uh, Corbin uh, um, and, and LeBron James. And all these fitness professionals are saying meditation was the game changer for right. me. Kobe, rest his lovely soul, um, said that he changed when he started to do meditation. So Howard meditation Stern. is the game changer. Yes, Howard Stern. Yep. No, it's 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 definitely a, a parallel. You know, it's it's um, it's it's in all of them. Uh, so let me ask you this: How difficult does it have to be of medication? What does it take? What's the what's uh, you what's the medication? No, no, med- <laughs> yeah, medication. No meditation. Cool. Uh, well, well, meditation uh, is medication. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> there thank you go. You, Hashtag. Thank you so much. Um, I love that. Uh, you know how? So what is it? What's uh, entry level? What do I got to do? Uh, do I have to have yeah. my legs folded? Do I? You know? Do I have to shut my eyes? What? What? Take it, us through it. 
And of course, it is the fear of the future of the unknown. Most people have fear about meditation because they don't understand what meditation is. Meditation is a place of concentration, of clarity, of bringing you back to center. So we're talking about being in the future, being in the past. If we begin to be and concentrate on where we are now in this moment, we can't be in the past. We can't be in the future. We can only be now. So being present or what we might call mindfulness can only happen in the moment that you're living. So it could be if I'm aware of how I'm breathing and I'm concentrating and focusing on the breath that's moving into my body, moving out, I'm meditating. If I'm on a walk and I'm, I'm focusing on, you know, some, some technique of walking, like heel, roll through the ball, the foot push off, or how the earth feel underneath me or the breath I'm taking with each and every step. And I'm finding myself in this meditative state or the zone of what I'm doing. That is meditation. Mindfulness in the moment. If I'm listening to a song and I'm listening, I'm listening to the lyrics and I'm right there with the lyrics of what they mean to me right now. That's called the listening meditation. The Om Shanti, sit there with your legs crossed, is only one way of meditating. There's so many different ways of meditating. If you're in the middle of a yoga class or a cycling class and you are really listening to your heart and how you breathe, you're in a form of mindfulness, which is meditation. So what gets the rap is this idea of meditation and what it looks like and what we've seen on TV. So we see, you know, the commercial of the supermodel sits down. I'm going to meditate because <laughs> meditation helps me to buy this product. We're already way off. Right. Meditation is about going within yourself and being aware of what's happening with you. And if you're focusing on your body, your mind and how you're thinking, you're meditating. And yes, it's great to, to light the candle and have the sage and have the quiet space and, 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 and have the music and have the guru. And sometimes we do guided meditations. I'm on an app called Insight Timer, which I'm a teacher and a facilitator. I'm on a lot of different apps around where you can do guided meditations. Um, but it's not the only way to meditate. And that's what we need to open up and expand the idea of what meditation is. So I say, you want to start meditation, just sit there and follow your breath for 30 seconds. Why? Because most people can follow their breath for 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And if you're just meditating, that's about all you can do. And I'm going to be on the real, real, on the honest, honest. Some people go, I'm going to sit down and meditate for 20 minutes. And here's what they do. They sit down. Okay, I'm locked and loaded. Here we go. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there. Eyes are, eyes are closed. I'm breathing. Legs are crossed. Boom. The sage is going. Mm, I am meditating. Here I go. Here I go. I'm meditating, y'all. Mm, mm. And all of a sudden, you get this thought that comes to your head out of nowhere. Cherries. <laughs> That's right. And you're going, where's that word cherry? Okay, I'm never, I'm cherries. No, I'm going back and meditate. Let me get back in. I'm going to meditate. Here we go. And all of a sudden, this thought comes in cherries are in season. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Stop, stop meditating. Meditate. No, no, no. Okay, here we go. Lock and loaded. Ready. Cherries are in season, and your mother loves your cherries. So. <laughs> You haven't called your mama. You know you need to call your mama. Mama and mama meditates too. 
Why haven't you called your mama? That's called layering. Danny Ray, I told everyone to clear their mind. Who thought of this gay puff marshmallow man? I'm sorry. It just popped into my head. Sorry. That's what meditation does. But here's what happens. If you sit there and you get the thoughts of cherry, and then you go back from cherries into right where you are and you're breathing again, maybe it might be 30 seconds. Maybe it might be a minute. Maybe you begin to focus and you come out of that meditative state for 20 seconds around the cherries and you go back in, you're in for a minute and a half and then two minutes and then three minutes. It's just like fitness. That's right. Meditation is a practice. You must build your meditative muscles. It does not happen overnight. And that's really the beginning of, of a meditative practice. And You don't need a guru, although gurus are great. You don't have to have your mantra that a guru has given you, although that's beautiful if you do. It's just when you sit to meditate, it requires your willingness, your earnestness, and your sincerity to wake up. Those are three things you need to meditate. Your willingness to meditate, your earnestness, and your sincerity to wake up. And what are you waking up to? the reality of yourself. That's meditation. I, 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 like you said before, I don't know anyone that ever regrets even, you know, just messing around with it. Um, you know, they, they really, it's, it's a powerful tool and it's, you know, it may be the only tool that we need for, to straighten everything else out. I'm really good at it for a while and then I fall mm. off. And then I'm like, yeah. I know what I need. It's like, you know, like you said before, you know, what are we, what are we missing? What are we getting back to? And then I'll get back into it again, and I just fall off. I'm like a binge meditator. But don't you isn't isn't your happy place in meditation like when you go out and you run? Am I running? Yeah, you morning know? run, absolutely. And that, yeah, no, that, that, I don't think you ever fall yeah. off for that. Then. No, that that is constant. So yeah, there is you know there is that, and and I am a no music, no headphones, no nothing. It's me and the rhythm, my feet, my breath, and yeah. you know we're rolling. Um, and know. that is a moving meditation. This is what we call a moving meditation. Thich Nhat Hanh, a, a monk, a Tibetan monk, talks about walking meditations. And he has a whole practice around walking meditations. There are monks that teach it that we slow down in the zen of walking. And we walk, sometimes do a walking meditation, and it's just about how slow can I move? And sometimes in the backyard, and, 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 and I just walk, it takes me almost an hour to cross the backyard. And I'm feeling each grass underneath me. And sometimes a mind might wonder to something I need to do in the house, but then I bring it back to the grass. The other thing, too, is the listeners can understand this. There is no good meditation. There is no bad meditation. There is just meditation. So when we look at meditation, it requires the willingness and surrendering to it. But then there's something we call the discipline. The word disciple becomes from a place of discipline. You sit no matter what. You do it not to achieve any state of nirvana because the Buddha received enlightenment when he went under the Buddha tree and and just stopped and breathed and sat down and there it was. You don't have to work towards anything. There is a surrendering into the practice of meditation that you do it. And some days it could feel just such a joy and peace just to stop. And other days it just feels like really... Really? <laughs> really? And that's what you're experiencing. But it was the discipline that you sat down with the intention to wake up. It's all about the discipline. 
So this is what I want to know. And I know that yeah. this is like the deep and the, you know, dark of, <laughs> yeah. you know, were, was this always, you know, like you said, you went, you moved from, from this to this, to the, you know, different layers. So you kind of are peeling the layers back of who you are, figuring out who you are. What was that like? I mean, what were you like when you were younger versus, you know, getting into fitness? And then what did that feel like? Because I know for Brian and myself, we've been through a lot of, I guess, changes. I don't know how you want to say yeah. that, but you know, and you have to embrace things and you have to <laughs> I feel like a teenage girl, right? <laughs> You've been through changes, been through changes. Um, but you have to learn to, you know, you're afraid and you need to move past it and embrace it and say, okay, this is it. It's like we said before, everything's going to be okay. Um, but how do you, how do you do? I mean, you went through it. I'd love to, to hear what you have to say. And then how do you help other people, you know, hold their hand through that? Well, you know, there was a, there was a time in my life. And I, I got to say, when I, when I began my journey of spiritual awakening, um, I was actually three years old. So, I mean, I, I come from a place where I remember I, I grew, I grew up in a home of ministers, ministers and, and music, you know, music directors in churches. And my grandfather was a minister, uncles and aunts. And, and so I grew up with, with God as a focus in my life. And, and, and one of the things I've transformed what I, what I was taught as this practice of spirituality, it, it changed, it shifted. It shifted to a place of a uh, of a spirit of my own understanding, and I always say this. So this journey of transforming and transcending what I was taught has been lifelong. I'm still in the middle of this. It took me the idea of releasing everything I learned about spirituality to let it go, so I can create a new practice for myself. Ultimately. A minister, your mother, your daddy, your uncles and aunties can tell you, this is how you need to, you know, connect with spirit or connect with God. And that's not the truth. You must find out your own way. And that takes a lot of uneducation, I call it. We have to uneducate everything we think we know about this journey. So I went through the ups and downs. I went through the dark times of my life. I went through depression. I went through um, forms of addiction. I went through all of this. I went to this, this, this time that I was a fitness professional, full-time fitness professional, teaching 25, 30 classes a week on schedule, seeing, you know, clients, high-profile clients, movie stars in Beverly Hills. I was, and I was making tons of money, and I was so depressed. I didn't want to live anymore. And and I, I, I had to go through, there's got to be more, something more than this. I'm missing something. I literally had that conversation. I'm, I'm missing something. So I went through a massive detox, which, you know, I don't suggest this for anyone. I detox from all drinking. I detox from any type of, 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 of drugs. I detox from sugar. I detox from TV. I detox from so much that was influencing my life. And, and really I had to um, um, physically and mentally detox so I could really begin to tap with my spirit, tap into my spirit. I went through those dark times and sometimes I still have elements of the dark time, but I've always known that there was something that was so much greater than this human incarnation that I was living. 
So I began to search that. I began to dig deep. I began to go deeper into what it means to be connected to a higher self. I began to ask myself, what does it mean to have a higher self? What is my higher self? And that word within that word, higher and self, means it's not something outside of you. It's something that's within you. I realized in that moment that everything I was doing to try to find happiness was blocking me to really tap into my higher self. So I was using sex. I was using drugs. I was using shopping. I never saw a Versace chop I didn't want. Okay? <laughs> I, 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 I had to have the right car. I had to have the right um, Lululemon. I had the right... No, I'm going to class. I'm having my Lulus on. There was this false sense of... Yeah. It was this false <laughs> sense of what I thought was important. All that had to fall away. So I hit bottom. And when I hit bottom, I realized, oh, I'm tired of digging. When you hit bottom, you're tired of digging. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay, let's begin to move our way up. Let's begin to, 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 to move. Let's begin to think higher. Let's begin to study more. Let's begin to really dive into meditation, not just something you do in the beginning of a yoga class, but a way of life. I started to practice um, veganism, veganism because I was finding myself, I would go teach a fitness class and then find myself going through Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm. It's just so lascivious. And I would go, for the moment, it would feel good. For the moment, it'd be great to have all those cookies and things because I deserve it because I'm working hard. And mind you, the body's still looking good, so I can do this. But I had to realize all this that I'm creating does not make me happy. It's not bringing me joy. I made a conscious decision to release everything that no longer brought me joy. I didn't date for two years, didn't see anyone. I had to really let go. So when working with other people, I really want to dig into what do you use right now to bring you joy? What is bringing you joy? What are you using right now? Or what what is your practice for you to cultivate within yourself happiness? So we get to look at what you're using and going, well, let's see it in this way. Maybe this practice might fit in what you're dealing with now. And then it's just understanding we're here like the onion. You've heard the terminology, I'm sure. Many of your your, your guests have said that we're peeling back the onion. Mm-hmm. Well, I go back, I go a little bit further. We're peeling back the onion and we're cutting the onion up. And when you peel back the onion, you cut the onion up, you cry. You cry, you look away, and you can barely even in smell it. It's like, really, what? And it's not until we chop up that onion, we put it into a little bit of olive oil or, or, or a little bit of coconut oil, and we drop those little nuggets into the pan and it hits the fire. And then all of a sudden, the fire and the, the, the alchemization of the onion gives off this flowery, beautiful scent. And then it's like, oh, yeah, this is why I like onions. And, and all the listeners don't like, like onions. I'm sorry, but it's the analogy <laughs> I'm using. Oh, but then so it takes good. on a whole new caramelization. It's a beautiful brown. It's a beautiful taste. What we're going through is we have to go through those dark periods Peel back that onion, put it in the fire of, of, of alchemization so we can come forth as the flower we are meant to be. I love it. 
This is getting real deep. It's an really, inside. I know, it's right? really deep. It's an inside it's job, man. Loving it. It's an inside job for show. Sure. I just think it's such a powerful, powerful story to get out to everyone that yeah. it is okay. I there's, you know what I'm I'm always curious about, and this is mm-hmm. me going deep with what you're talking about today. Okay. That okay. Um, many people, you know, are. They have certain jobs and, you know, and they're, they're complacent. It's like they're okay, even if it's not their favorite thing to do. And again, I'm talking about anything, not just fitness professionals, anyone out there. And you, it's almost like you settle and think, okay, I'm resigned. Like, this is what my life is supposed to be like. And, you know, I'm making money and it's safe and, you know, I'm not really happy. And I feel like I could be doing other things, but you know what? I'm just, this is what's safe. It's my place in life. I safe. I can't live like that. And I have felt that way multiple times in my life. And I don't know if it's just my wiring or, you know, that's why I'm crazy. Me, Christine. me too. I was just wasn't right. getting the return and that I thought time, I was going to get. Even now I think of, you know, there's an opportunity of I could do this or, or do, or do this. Did we lose you? Can you no, me? I'm here. Oh, okay. Good. I'm, I'm here. Yeah. No, I'm here. Okay. Um, I always think of like, you know, I could do this or I could do this and, and then I sit back and I'm like, there's a, there's something bigger. There's something greater. Mm. And mm. even, you know, even moving forward, I think for, for people, why is it that some people get it? Like they just keep want to want to evolve and make bigger ripples, I guess, in the world. And, and other people are like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. You know what? Um, before I answer that, Christine, I got to say to Brian, um, as a podcaster, this is my fifth iteration of a podcast that's coming up with High Conscious Conversations. Right, Skip. Right. I'm learning to listen more intently. So I've had, I've had guests going, are you there? Are you? I'm just listening. So I was, <laughs> no, I was in no, my no, no, mindful no. listening. <laughs> I, I apologize for that. There was a couple beeps and bells and things on my computer and, and something popped up oh, as we were okay. speaking. So I, yeah, no, we're good. I, I know you're there. <laughs> We're all tuned in, Rev. Um, so what you're saying, Christine, is it's, it's how spirit works. I believe that the space of spirituality and spirit is ever-evolving and ever-expanding within us. We are not meant to be stagnant. We are not meant to be safe. It's not how we are created as spiritual beings. I truly believe that. It doesn't mean that we don't choose safety because it feels to us, it's good. It feels okay. Not even it feels okay, it feels familiar. Most of us as human, human, you know, people are having this human incarnation does not like change. But if you're really tapping into the space of spirituality within you, creativity is within you. You're a creative being. You're an expansive being. You are meant to share your gifts in a more expansive way. You're meant to do multiple things. You're meant to be doing, as we get older, you know, um, Walter Russell, great new thought teacher and um, a book that I I love and I I read all the time and I follow and I study uh, Walter George, uh, George Walter, and excuse me, um, um, Walter Russell, and he talks about this, is that as we get older and more enlightened, we will do more things. When he was 72 years old, this is back in the 40s, he became the oldest U.S. skating champion in the world. Hmm. 
He began his art career at the age of 60. It was like when we become older and more tapped in, I believe when they said life begins at 40, I wouldn't say, no, it begins at 50. I began to do more things and I'm 56, we'll be 57 next year. I'm going, I'm doing the most I've ever done in my life. I'm busier now than I've ever been busy. But doing the things I love. Here's the flip side to this as well. And the part two to this, we must begin to learn to find things that we love and create abundance from what we love. We get stuck in the golden handcuff because I'm making money here. That means I I got my safety over here. Mm -hmm. Hey, your job is not your safety. But spirit is your source. You can create new things from your source. Well, we get caught up into the construct of the ego going, well, I'm too old to shift. I'm too old to do something new. I'm, I'm too old. I, I, what about my pension? What, what, mm. what about my this and this? We get caught up into the ego construct that's here to protect us. We create these ego constructs to protect us, to keep us safe. But once we break out... We are just like, okay, you can't stop me. I'm yep. on fire. Yep. Here we go. New, 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 new ideas. I Watch was, this. I was always that person, and I still am. Yeah. That's like, yeah. hey, we should do this. <laughs> yeah, and, I love that. Hey, what? It, what if we? <laughs> hey, come on, let's 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 go over here and do. And I remember my mother saying, like, you know, you watch out for those people and peer pressure you. And I would be like, <laughs> I am, Mom, the- <laughs> I am, I am that person. <laughs> and well, two and two, it's because it's because of that in you, Christine, is the reason why I said to you, you got to do my podcast. Right. You got. I, I'm doing. I didn't done. I've done this so many times. So I need you and Brian to show me something new because I could keep doing the same old podcast with a new co-host. Because I've done many podcasts with many co-hosts. I've had four co-hosts. This new podcast I'm doing with with your support and your protection. It's me. I'm doing solo. I'm having a conscious conversation with the people I love. And that scares the the Jesus out of me. Because I've always had my partner to go, hey, you know, come on. But I knew what else too. I was always negging my partners, edging my, get in the conversation. Why am I? So I was like, I need to do this on my own. It scares me. This is a new way of doing something that I'm good at. But, you know, it, it's, it's yeah, I'm like that with you. You are going to draw people to you like I'm drawing people to me. Let me give you some love real quick. Your new podcast is freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to talk about, <laughs> we need to talk about this before we run out of time today. All right, because I'm editing these things okay. and you are. Yes. Yeah, you're on the money, pal. <laughs> oh, my goodness. One thing I, I've learned in, and I'm, 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 I want to be very aware of how I do this podcast because, like, Brian, you were saying, you know, you don't have any space here to put interlude music in. Take a breath. It's okay for me to take a breath between I move to the totally. next question. So I'm opening myself up to being a learner. I'm also really interested in my guests. I want to sit with you and I want to hear you. I don't have to pontificate. I can go all day. Listen, I'm a minister. <laughs> I don't give a minister a mic, yo. We can go all day. One of my but favorite pont- words is pontificate, by the way. I <laughs> love that word. <laughs> but, well, let, let, let me pontificate for a minute for you here. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> it's not about me. I am a vehicle 
for other people to see what I've seen in others. Like bringing the both of you onto the podcast and having that conversation for my followers to understand we have new ways of doing this. We have, you know, and, and just really being really interested in getting the message of others to the world. That's my, that's my goal of this podcast, which is a new approach. It's beautiful. I, you know, I always and, say, and having, I'm, I, go ahead. I, I always say with the, with our podcast like this, like, I don't have to know anything. I want you yeah. on and I want it. I want you to tell me what you know, like, go, like, you know, and it's, it's so great because that's how I learn. That's how I've learned all these things. Shh, don't tell how... people we don't always know everything. Oh, about I know our a guests. lot. Of, I know a lot of <laughs> things. Sometimes Listen, we don't know a lot of things about our guests. Trust me. Believe me. Like, I know gonna... I'm like really smart, Christine. Oh my uh, God. So like <laughs> this just happened. That. This just in. And this just happened. Just believe me. All right. Um, but you know, it, it's just great because this is, this is, you know, the nourishment that I get from, you know, that we get from bringing people on and just blowing our minds episode after episode and their stories and everything that comes with it. And, and sharing that with the world. Beautiful. Mm. And it's, and I, yeah, I, I believe that this is where we get to understand the real vehicle that we are. We are here to be a beneficial presence to our neighbors, to our community, to the world, to the people who follow us and listen to us. It has to be, I am a vehicle to give this information to you. And while I, you know, my, my purpose statement, and people don't understand what a purpose statement is, is different from a mission statement. A mission is something I get, I'm, I'm going to do. A purpose is why I am. And my purpose is to connect with people and show the light within them as I'm having my own transformational moment as well. To also be a beneficial presence on the planet and to bring people to the understanding of who and what they are. And that's my mission statement. Within that, it's not about me having the greatest podcast or me having going up the little ladder, which I got to stop looking at iTunes and, and their little, <laughs> that this, this is number one. I'm going, well, why is that number one? Right. And starting to question what I'm doing. That's another thing I'm learning. Do not question uh-huh. what I do because it is valid and it's worth how I'm approaching this. I love it. I think that the whole idea of being a vehicle is something that more people need to embrace. And one of the things you said is that, you know, being that we have these platforms and, you know, maybe I am not, maybe I don't have 8 billion followers on Instagram. I'm not a Kardashian, you know? Okay. So, however, you know, this is this for whatever reason, you know, three years ago, whatever, when Brian and I decided to start this and, and say we, you know, we can provide a voice, and the fact that we're like, oh yeah, let's do this. It just <laughs> was such a natural, unquestioned thing, like idea, and and now having that ability to, you know, raise other people up has been very powerful. And the other thing that's happened with with being a vehicle, it's been very clear, I think, with its whole pandemic or whatnot, the people that are in it. In it, I mean, whatever it mm. means to anyone else, right. in it right. for the right reasons and people that are yeah. in it for themselves and for yeah. the money and to take advantage of others. I think it's been crystal clear 
Um, mm-hmm. And that has really been eye-opening, I think. Um, Absolutely. A lot of transparency. The other thing I'm, the other thing I'm learning, and, and thank you, both of you, for being a vehicle for me, is study your craft. I believe that we must take the time to study what it is that we are doing, especially now. And in this idea of this new podcast, I'm studying the craft. So I am connecting with, you know, the both of you. How do I get the best production? And this is what I want and, and, and study that. And also knowing how do you get the word out there and your marketing? I'm studying marketing and social media marketing, which one thing I do know, nobody knows anything. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, everybody's saying something different. So I need to find out what's right for me. So just be a famous also, person and you're good. It's, it's, that's what I've learned. Exactly. And the other thing too, is I'm learning, which is very, very important is what is your voice? Your voice is your tool. So I now have a voiceover coach. And I'm starting to do voiceovers for different things. And understanding that what he talked to me today was that the way you do your, he listened to my podcast and he, the one I sent you guys for editing. And he said, I said, listen to this. What he, he says, the way you speak brings on a feeling. Mm. And this feeling that you bring on is the feeling that we want to bring into voiceover work. And he's like, continue to do your podcast the way you do. You evoke emotion and feeling from people. So how do I continue to do this and do it at the highest quality I can? Requires study. Requires study. You're welcome. Yeah, no. (laughs) No, I mean. You set yourself up for that one. You know that. But it's a vibration, right? It's a rhythm. It's something that that affects us. It's something that we feel. So, yeah, our words are, 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 you know, make, you know, make our powerful tunes. Also. And it's got to hit or else we're tuned. We tune out. You know, it's not going to work. It's not going to work for everybody. You know, it's it's an acquired, you know, something that that we really have to. you know, have the have a broad enough audience so that we get the right people. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Now that exactly. Skip's all caught up in the Christine Conti spiderweb. Good luck, Conti. I've been there. I'm in there. Blink, you know? blink once, and Skip. It, <laughs> <laughs> if you're, if you feel unsafe. No, I, I, I'm feeling really safe. I'm, I'm feeling so safe because you know I'm creating a program where people. I've, cre- I've written three books, and I'm working my fourth book. Actually, I'm getting a second edition of my last book that's coming out in January, and then I'm working on my fourth book. So I'm creating a group of people who want to have authorship who wants to get their voice into print and my publisher company is working with me creating a group and and they will um publish the books of those who are in the group and i'm bringing both of you in to speak about podcasting and how important because it's not just okay just to have a book these days you got to have a podcast as well so one of the weeks of this 10 week process i'm bringing you both in to speak about podcasting and how important that is. And we're going to focus on that. So we're teaching people in the group how to write your book, what to say, creating your website, getting your social media up there, up to par, getting your podcast. One of the things I get to do now is I get to be a teacher. I get to be a vehicle where people can come in and understand you too have a voice. It's just not listening to Rev Skip all day long. What you got to say? Right. Come on now. And what you say is so valid. So I'm going to pass on all the information I've gotten 
to do what I do, I'm going to pass it on to you. And I believe this is the movement of the tribe. I'm going back to our indigenous tribes of people. You become the elder and you teach, you teach. And I believe this is the thing that most of us are going to have to come to the realization that what you're doing right now, you're successful in it. It's not about making money. It's about helping others so they can be successful as well. I dig it. Hand is out. Who is the, who is the person that it really resonated with me that said, you know, um, if you are, you know, if you are a teacher or if you are a speaker or if you are, you've always been this person. However, you may have just been teaching the wrong thing to the wrong people. Yeah. Ooh. Who said that? Yes. Because <laughs> that really resonated with me because right. I always felt like I am a teacher and nothing felt right. Like it just, I felt like even when I was teaching, you know, high school and, you know, and coaching, I felt like I should feel so satisfied and everyone's like, oh, a teacher, you're so great. And I'm like, God, this just doesn't feel right. Like, I feel like there's another, there's something else. There's a bigger calling, a bigger, you know, and, and it wasn't until I had enough courage to, you know, to step away from that comfort and say, I've got to figure out what the heck this is. And so I'm going to take credit for that one. Mm-hmm. So I might have taught you. I might have said that because that was a message right? I used to tell people at, at, at fitness conventions, find your passion. Yeah. I used to teach, you know, in creating the life that you want. This is the time where IDEA, the Fitness Association, were just bringing in mind-body um, workshops. And this is years ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I really taught was passion. And one of the things I used to tell people, if you're not passionate about teaching yoga or cycling, if you don't get up every day and you're running going, I can't wait to teach <laughs> class, Find another class. Right. Do something else. Find what brings you love. Because if you find what brings you love, you'll never feel like you're working. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to feel like work. That's another indication that you are probably, you've stayed too long at the ball. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to, to leave <laughs> and go find another party. Uh, this is true. You know, you know when you've stayed too long. Always arrive late and always leave early. Hey, hey now, hey now. I think this is probably the main reason why I'm not teaching fitness the way I used to teach. I used Mm -hmm. to teach cycle, boot camp, running classes, teach, you know, strength classes, um, everything. I mean, I'm teaching everything. This is, you know, I would say maybe a year ago, I was teaching every single thing, you know, and I was like, this is not where I want to land. I was on a hamster wheel. I was traveling. I was on the road. I was doing all this. And this was before COVID happened. So I'm going to say this is about two years ago. And I may come home and I always tell my roommate, I'm on this hamster wheel and I don't know how to get off. I'm not feeling good here. And lo and behold, here comes Miss COVID. Hello. <laughs> I'll teach you. I'll teach you how to get off. Here you go. Right, we're and I'm like, it. okay. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah. To 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 what brings you joy? To what brings you joy? I love that. That's just you know, it's such a great message. And not you know, like I always say, it, you know, doing what we're doing right now, it beats working. And uh, does. you know, and and uh, you know, so listen, tell everyone now this splendid podcast that you're uh, putting together. Uh, what yes. is the name of it that we're putting together? That I we correct. We are putting this together. The name of the podcast is. High Conscious Conversations with Rev Skip. 
And this, this podcast is actually a dream come true. I have always wanted to sit down with people that inspire me and just have a conversation. And, you know, there is a kind of a format to it, but there is or an organic, organicness to it. We, you know, sit down and we say, you know, who are you? And we ask, who are you? I want to know, I want people to know who these individuals who inspire me are. Who are you? And then the next thing is, what is your awakening moment? We all have awakening moments. And I'm not talking about finding God. I'm not talking about, you know, religion. I'm talking about when did you wake up that it was more than this life that we are experiencing? There was something more. And what's your evolution? And then what's your purpose is the next question. Why are you doing what you're doing? What, what is your purpose on this planet? And in this idea of this, we get to tap into the gifts of my guests. We get to have them inspire in such a, a way. And, and then I um, I love how I'm starting the podcast as a quotable ponder. I love quotes and I ponder quotes all the time. <laughs> so I'm the start of a show with a quotable ponder. And then I'm in, you know, the show with, Yes. And I believe yes is an acronym I've created. Created mean you expressing spirit. You expressing spirit. I'm not, I'm talking about the spirit within you. What does that look like? And having the guests who do that drop, you know, that mic drop moment. Here you go. Right. This is your yes. Here's your yes moment. You, ex, you expressing spirit. So it's all within a half an hour. And I, I prayed about it. I meditated on it. And a half an hour felt really good to me for what I wanted to do. And I'm still open. So I'm going to listen. I'm going to have you guys guide me on that one. But I'm not stuck to it has to be half an hour because sometimes it will be 45 minutes. That's right. So I'm within that space of being open. But um, yeah, this is this is this is what's coming out of me. This is really good stuff. <laughs> I, you know what? Like I said, a half an hour works works for me. Uh, you know, it's working. It sounds everything sounds really good. And and look, you got flexibility, right? You got to be flexible. Yeah. If the things are oh, going. And Brian, yeah. And the other thing, Brian, Christine, the other thing is that I'm I'm actually doing it as a a web um, to be on the web uh, first to go out online, like on my Facebook Live page and YouTube Live, and we're pulling the recording, the audio, and that's what I get to send to you. And right. You get to do your magic. So I'm doing it in a different way. I'm showing up as a webcast first. And then so then there is space between the webcast and the podcast. That's right. So it's already out in the ethers. You already saw what I look like. <laughs> my guests look like. Put it out there and then we can follow up with some audio that's going to support it. Very thorough, my friend. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. You need to do this. You have to tell all of our listeners, you've seriously wowed everyone, and this is a lot, and I know that we could probably go on for like hours and hours. I'm not going to lie. We've, we've Seriously, all the conversations I've had you know, with Rev Skip, and I'm like, stop talking. We're going to stop talking now. We're, gonna, we're just going to save this. Um, I want everyone to know where they can go to, number one, your books, um, yeah. websites, um, all of the you know, spiritual coaching that you do with people. Um, please make Meditation. sure. Yes, please um, tell us right now because we're also going to put this out on our end. 
Oh, thank you so much. I always, you know, um, you guys know Linktree, right? right? I am so in love with Linktree. Linktree, if you go to Linktree, I think it's backslash Skip Jennings. That's great. You can find everything I'm doing on social out there online. But where people can really connect with me is go to skipjennings.com, which is my website. Also, if you follow me on any of the socials, it is Rev Skip, except for Twitter is Skip Jennings. So just look for Rev Skip Jennings or Rev, or, or Skip Jennings. Um, I have an app. It's called The Spiritual Life. And it's so funny because I thought The Spiritual Life was going to be, it was where fitness meets spirituality. So that is all shifting and it's becoming a spiritual app. Okay. Where people can find meditations, where I've done meditations. I use this as a tool for people to have support from Rev Skip. So when we get back out there and we are, are seeing people in, in, in the physical, they can take me home with the app. Um, I have three books that's out there. And I want to say that this, you know, my first book was Spirit Explosion. You can come directly to me to get that because... You know, Amazon takes way too much, and it's just a it's 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 a it's a novelty book. Um, so it's called Spirit Explosion, and then the, the the Lotus Kitchen, which is yoga and vegan cooking or vegetarian cooking. You can come to me for those direct books. My third book is the Little Book for Big Transformation, is a book of essays, and that's with the publishing company. And we are going through Amazon for that. That's out there already. But then there is the Second edition of that book is coming out in January, along with the audible version. There's this spoken word where I did all the speaking myself. <laughs> and, um, and then there's a digital version that will be le- released as well. And um, I'm, I'm really excited about that. I'm, I'm getting to do um, some other powerful things. So, um, yeah, just follow me there and you'll get all the information. Sign up for the newsletter because the newsletter is where you're going to be getting the information of the webcast and the podcast and when it's released and those dates there. And, and so, yeah, that's how you can find me. I love it. I love it. I, w- I want like the, the, um, the musical interpretation <laughs> of the book. Also the, um, the live, the live play yeah. version. Um, look, he's a absolutely. film director. I know. That's he's, right. he, no, no, that's it. All those people that scoffed at you, you're just directing your own film, man. It's you. That's it. Right. So that's it. you're that's the director still. That's exactly what I'm doing, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. This has been an absolute blast. Rev Skip, you are the best. And I'm so excited that you fell from my web and got stuck in it, and now you're here. <laughs> I'm <laughs> here. No you escaping. Have me. There's no escaping. I summon. I summon people, and that's they it. they come to me, and and that's it. I, I love it. Energy, good energy, loves good energy. That's what we're here for. That's it. That's it. That's it. So, thank you guys. It's oh. been beautiful. What a wonderful thank experience. You. Amazing. What a great way to uh, you know, end our Friday here. <laughs> There you go. Right. somewhere. <laughs> Rev Skip, All one right. day we'll actually uh, meet you, give you a hug in this, you know, when things settle down. And um, in the meantime, we're just going to send you good energy from the East Coast to the West Coast. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Peace and blessings, everyone. Be well and be blessed. You too. All and right. with that said, it is Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace. <laughs>